The Two Big Topics Podcast is powered by your USASC Huskies. Experience the power of the pack. Come get loud and show the world the power of the pack for your USASC Huskies. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Two Big Topics Podcast. It's Stacy. it's Clayton. Uh, my topic today... Uh, going to be talking about the guys prize, this thing that we started on Cruise FM earlier this week, uh, $12,000 grand prize. That's what we're giving away on October 1st. Super easy to qualify for it. So we're just going to talk about like, if you won this prize, what would be your strategy, <laughs> right? Well, what would be your strategy? Because we've never won anything big. And no. we can never win anything big on no. the radio because we're radio people. So what would you do if you win something big like this where there are a lot of pieces to it, right? Mm-hmm. There are probably going to be a lot of gift cards, a lot of cash, that kind of thing. Do you just have one epic day or do you kind of space it out? Do you hoard them? What's the strategy when you win big? So we're going to be talking about uh, the guy's prize, which is it's just an awesome prize. It kind of doubles as uh, an awareness campaign as well because mm-hmm. we're teaming up with the Prostate Cancer Fight Foundation, a bunch of local businesses, a bunch on that more because that's the second topic today. Stacy's batting lead off today. Uh, yeah, I wanted to chat more about the Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Reviews. Nice. See what I did there? Well done. Yeah, well done. You. Okay. Uh, rotten Tomatoes was in the news because apparently – they are in hot water for possibly paying PR companies to leave positive reviews mm-hmm. on shitty movies, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's dirty because that's not how it's supposed to be. I know anytime I want to go to a restaurant, I want to buy something online or whatever, I absolutely check the online reviews because I just want to know what people think. Was it good? Was it delicious? Was the customer service nice at that restaurant? Was it worth it? Would you recommend it? Or when it comes to like, you know, I just bought a vacuum online and I checked the reviews and I just, I I need to know. But then at the same time, I noticed on this vacuum website, it was Shark, by the way, um, they said at the beginning, it was like these comments were gathered during a promotion. So it lets you know that these people were part of some kind of special promotion where they got to try out the vacuum. So it's not... uh, it's not like a fake review, but it's a special review, if you will. See, I am not a sheep, so I what? Uh, I think for myself, I don't care what everyone else thinks, I don't do the reviews anymore. Really? I have found that the reviews are just either way too negative to the point where it's like, okay, this person has a yeah. personal vendetta against mm-hmm. that business, against that person, or the reviews are too good, where it's like, okay. Well, and those are the ones that were gathered during the promotion, yeah. where it's like, unbelievable suction on this vacuum. I highly recommend it. It's right? so easy to use. Be real. The like- power button never jams. It's such a great <laughs> power button. Let me tell you about the wheels. Okay, again, it's just too nice, it right? It is too much. So what I do, if I ever do read the reviews, because again, not a sheep, um... I'm just joking, by the way. I'm totally on the reviews. But what I do is I get rid of the five-star ones and I get rid of the one-star ones. You got to focus on those four- and three-star reviews because those are the honest people. Those are just the normal, everyday people that know you don't be handing out five-stars every single day. Well, yeah. Five-stars is special. Five-stars has been ruined by the reviews, right? Mm -hmm. By these greasy, rotten tomato reviews or whatever because people hand out the... Hand out the five stars like nothing, like hotcakes, right? Well, that's the thing. Like when you think of those Michelin five-star restaurants, Mm -hmm. those are the best of the best. And then what happens, though, when you go to one of those five-star review things and it's not great? 
Yeah. Like, it's still good, You feel right? cheated. But it's still Based good. on a stranger on the internet. Right? That's why you shouldn't be a sheep. <sighs> um, but that's the thing. Like, reviews now are everything. Mm-hmm. Businesses now, what do they tell you? Oh, you got to go to Google and give me a review. Yes. You got to review it. Please, Ubers. Uber oh. drivers, give me a yes, review. I got to get that dishes. five star. I got to get that five star. If you see a 4.9 star, I don't want it, right? Because <laughs> everything needs to be perfect now. I just, well, and I, then, like, I like the four stars. If it, a four star is pretty good. It 80 is. Per, 80%? Absolutely. I, I, I lived in high school off 80%, okay? I'll take 80% all day long. <laughs> no kidding. But the other thing, too, is like obviously paying people to leave the reviews super shady. But now where we are with technology, AI is there as well, mm-hmm. and bots can literally like just pump out reviews like nobody's business. And so you start to like not even know if you can trust a four star. Is it a real person? Mm-hmm. Is it a bot? What's going on? It's one of those situations where like you need it, but you also know the system's kind of flawed the system's corrupt yeah and it's because that's what sucks is it was a good system in the beginning it really was hey you just bought a vacuum from us tell us how you exactly, like exactly right i loved it the only thing i didn't like was the color i wish it came in blue but it was only in red it's amazing just, it's too easy to leave a review now right well it's back been in ruined. the day well in the 70s and 80s if you wanted to leave a review on something you either had to write something out at the store or write a letter to someone make <laughs> a phone call it was extremely tough to make a review mm-hmm. good or bad yeah nowadays it's literally on your phone click boom it's right there you can leave a review it's it's everywhere on every single product leave a review there's yeah. always the review option so now it's so easy to just go off on companies right because mm-hmm. everyone has a bad day they just need to get that out somehow oh let's just write this nasty review well and that's so why i hate it... those one star reviews exactly. where it's like man like was this really one star or was it two to three right there is probably some good things about it you just happen to have a crappy day well and the thing is too if like let's say you do read the reviews and 98 percent of them are four and five stars mm-hmm. and then buddy's got a one star review mm-hmm. Come on, right? man. Everybody else really, really liked this mm-hmm. product. They had decent reviews of it. And you, something was, you know, up your butt that day. And yeah, he unleashes and leaves a terrible review. If the review is like, I've been there five or six times, I've given it a chance. Okay. But yeah. if it's like, oh, I went there once, so I don't get the hype. Hey, businesses have off days. Well, exactly. Or your expectations are way too high, right? That's mm-hmm. why you always got to give it the four star or four and a half room for improvement. Yeah. Like five star, there better be a good story behind that five star. Like the server at a restaurant or the... Drove you home because your car was out of gas. You've had a limp in your knee for 15 years, an old football injury, and this sandwich cured your limp. (laughs) That's a five star review right there. That's when you're throwing out the fives. The waiter, they spoon fed me my meal. Wow, that's a five star review. When I was doing my pizza reviews, like I was very generous. I didn't like doing the bad reviews. Like I never give... Like every pepperoni pizza in my mind is a seven. Yeah. So that was where I started. A zero in my mind would be a seven because it's still pepperoni pizza. It's, it's good. still good. So every pepperoni <laughs> pizza starts at a seven. People hated that. People couldn't stand it. They're like, why are pizza reviews so positive and nice? It's like, I don't know, man. Again, don't be a sheep and just go try it yourself. Like, judge by the video. Don't judge by my rankings. I'm well, just, I'm that just was, some random guy. I would actually almost rather like to see a video review mm-hmm. than a typed review. Right. Because anytime like you go to a restaurant or you're looking at a recipe, mm-hmm. I want a picture of that food. I know. I want to see what that food looks like so I can picture myself eating it. Mm-hmm. So if we could do reviews uh, with like a video or a picture. That's the way to that. do it. But yeah. with movies though too, I was just written out, right? You just got to kind of, again, it's just some stranger on the internet. It's not like Roger Ebert or anything like that. Yeah, that's but true. But 
Do you? Uh, you're the you're the Rotten Tomatoes person. Oh yeah. You always go to Rotten Tomatoes, and whenever there's a new movie or a trailer that comes out, you're like, all right, Rotten Tomatoes right away. So do you kind of feel now like you're not gonna go there I anymore? I can't trust them, but at the same time, like everybody's take on something is so different. What if you really liked a movie trailer and it got like a ten on Rotten Tomatoes? Would you still go see it? Yeah. Oh, a ten percent. Yeah. I but the trailer was good. You're like, oh, it's a good trailer, but Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 10%. Yeah, but if it's a movie that I've heard of where it's like, oh, there's so much hype behind it, and then you go and they're and they're like actually... And mm-hmm. see, I actually read the reviews too. I don't just look at the percentages because you know how it's like tomato meter and audience score. Yeah. I actually read the reviews because if it's got like bad writing... I hate movies with bad writing. Oh my really? god, that's a topic for another You're day. You're picky for movies, though. I'm not. Grown Just ups. Put something on. Hang out. The writing in that movie is absolute shit. There are some good parts of it, though. See again, like eighty percent of grown ups is bad, but twenty percent is good. See, this is why I don't review stuff because I'm know. always too positive. I can't be that it's mean. Such an optimist. Well, because if you're that mean person, that's what everyone's going to focus on is that one mean thing. No one ever focuses on positive things anymore. Everyone just focuses on the negative stuff. Yeah, so. it's too easy to be a Dick. Exactly, right? That's why, again, the two positive reviews, they're probably friends. The two negative reviews, it's someone having a bad day. It's all yep. about the, those three-star, those four-star reviews. Those are the ones you got to look at. I'm trying to find Rotten Tomatoes. Or here we go. Rotten Tomatoes. Grown. Ups. What to get? I just, if I could learn how to type. This is really exciting. Grown Ups. Well, there's how many of them? Three? Oh, yeah, there's three. Somehow. I don't know how. Uh, Grown Ups. Ten. Ah, see, I was right. You were. <laughs> Holy cow. Grown-ups too, 8%. They're not good. But again, there's some funny moments. Like, there's definitely a couple funny scenes see, that come from them. but that's the thing. The tomato meter said 10%. The audience score said 62 Because families love that movie. Oh like, gosh. moms and dads. That's the movie they take their kids to, right? Because it's... <laughs> Adam Sandler, he's hilarious. Yeah, because 10-year-olds love Adam Sandler. They know who he is. Right? And that's... <laughs> Jeez. Um, anything else on reviews? You good with reviews? I think I'm good. I've, I've stood on my soapbox long just enough. can't trust him anymore. But now you just got to go in there willy-nilly. And just try something. Oh, my God. What? I know. It's crazy. How did people do this back in the day I with know. no reviews? Uh, what did we do? Like, before online reviews, was there any review system? Well, there was that book... Uh, the lemon something for cars. That oh I yeah 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 for cars out. there was yeah the lemon something and well, then Auto Trader was there like a local review paper though or anything like that I don't think it was so. just basically the local food critic I think in the paper if like, you got the newspaper and there was movie listings yes they maybe would, there were a couple they would have reviewed like five star two star whatever. Yeah. But no, not for restaurants, not for products, nothing like that. And those were like legit reviews though from people that got paid to do that, not just Kevin from medicine hat <laughs> who's just super super into vacuum exactly right it's just can never trust i'm i'm not uh, let's do a pact no more reviews and try to not do the reviews okay on anything i just bought that vacuum so i i made it a good call there yeah except for the reviews on our podcast that are good <laughs> listen to those ones <laughs> okay. listen to the podcast reviews are actually I, I will trust those ones i'll trust podcast reviews okay because listen podcast listeners are usually pretty honest right I mean, yeah. radio listeners are pretty honest. We've That's true. we've seen some DMs. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, but I think podcast okay. reviews, entertainment, movie reviews is I'm entertainment. I'm gonna try and not do any media reviews. reviews. Media reviews, like for podcasts, and we can do those ones. Or we maybe can. I don't know. I'm just, well, just saying cold those. Turkey, no reviews. No reviews. No more reviews. No I'll, more. We're I'll done. Go on a website and go to scroll down to the reviews. Wait, Clayton and I no made more. a pact. No more. Just gotta try. Turn it into a segment. You can try something without a review. Okay.
And then that would turn into the review, though. So then, in sense, <laughs> that is oh, a review, it, which means it. that is which means you broke the rules. <sighs> anyway, back to the podcast in a bit, which is powered by your USAS Huskies. Husky Athletics' mission is to enable the pursuit of athletic and academic greatness. So come get loud, cheer on your Huskies, and show the world the power of the pack. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. Yeah, the guys' prize. We launched it on Tuesday. Um, it's called the guys' prize, but it's for everyone. It's designed with guys in mind, yes. but it's still a prize it's, that anybody can enjoy. It, it's a prize for that literally anyone w- would enjoy. When you mm-hmm. see the prize pack, it's, it's there's going to be so many gift cards. Like we're talking like thousands of dollars in gift cards, cash, just a bunch of different prizes, and it's all to help out the uh, Prostate Cancer Fight Foundation. Yes. If you haven't followed them on socials, you should go to their website. They do the motorcycle ride for Dad every year, which is a great. Oh my God, great I love that event. event so much. Shout out to Brent every year. He's such a beauty. Um, it's a really awesome contest with a really awesome prize and a really awesome message. It's a threefer. Whoa. It's a three A triple threat? It's fun to do on the air with the guy dilemma, the guy trivia. The big prize, though, that's the one thing we're going to focus on here. Well, we'll focus on some other things, too, right? We aren't big prize people. We haven't won a big prize before. I won, like, I think 400 bucks on a VLT once. I won a loony stick at a at a Adam hockey tournament back in the day. What's a loony stick? It's a hockey stick that's covered in loonies. <gasps> so like you, oh, exactly, you buy tickets for the, so you get the stick and the loonies. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it used to be a big fundraiser back in the day at hockey tournaments. I won a loony stick and I won a 50-50 at a contacts game. Well, how much was it? And it was like 60 bucks. That's it? Like a hundred people go to contacts games. Come on, Stacey. I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, like, I've never won anything big, and now that I'm in radio, like it's that's kind of unless we win, like you know, I'm, we're talking big radio prizes. Mm-hmm. We can never win them, right? It's just. I mean, I'm still waiting to win the 649 or the Lotto Max. Obviously, we can still win that, right? But we've never still won something happened. big. So let's say you win the guys' prize, you get twelve thousand dollars in like you know, Cash bunch of gift prizes. cards, bunch of prizes, whatever. Are you just having an epic day with all your prizes? Like gift card wise, you're blown it all. You're having a shopping spree. What would you do? No way. Because I'm the kind of person, if I buy a bag of chips, that bag of chips is going to last me a week because I eat a little bit really? at a time. Yes, I'm that person. I'm going to have a big day. Like, let's just say I, it, the guy's prize isn't going to be this, but if the guy's prize was like 12 grand in gift cards and cash and stuff like that, I'd be so tempted to just have a day. Have I a guess that would feel pretty day, good. Right? I d- like, like, you know how when you can win a shopping spree mm-hmm. and it's like 10000 bucks to a certain store or yeah. something, or, and you've got an hour to go spend whatever, mm-hmm. that I can see that feeling pretty good where you just blast through all your money, but all then your gift cards. The next day, are you going to feel as good? No, I'm going to have regret, well, and that's get, why I No, but you get your stuff out. to look at, right? Like all the stuff you bought, you can just sit there and look at it, right? Yeah, that's Or true. you could, I've always thought like gift cards, great at regifting. Like well, if you like, you, you just hang on to them, and then whenever there's a big Christmas or a big occasion, whatever, you just unload those gift cards, right? There I always thought go. that would be a good idea for them, but I never then really get gift cards to begin with. But. You're opening another can of worms: the regifting of gift cards. Is that cheap? Because you didn't technically buy, especially that? gift cards you won. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know because you don't know. Like, I who was it? My parents got a gift card from their realtor for a restaurant. And on the card, it said 50 bucks or something. And they went to use it. And the person was like, okay, there's this 29.50 on here. So the realtor had either accidentally used mm-hmm. some of the money off of it, but given it to someone as a gift. And there was money off of it. 
So it was a $50 gift card, but no, they only had like 29 bucks yeah, on it. Yeah, don't be re-gifting used gift cards. It has to be a new gift card. Yeah. Or like, again, it could be like in your possession for a month or two, but you can't have like any money off of that card. No. That's greasy. But at the same time, going back to the whole re-gifting of a gift card as a gift to somebody, you cannot look a gift horse in the mouth, right? If someone gives you the gift I know. of 25 bucks to Tim Hortons, they are still giving you... Twenty-five dollars to spend at it's Tim Hortons. It's the thought that counts, it is right? The, the old saying, but also thoughts can be greasy. <laughs> if they stole thoughts, the gift card, thoughts can be greasy, right? <laughs> um, I've told this story on the air before, but when my uh, when my brother and sister got their very first flip phones back in the day, uh, they got them from Future Shop. So they got these Future. They Shop. got these Telus flip phones from Future Shop. I was still too young to get a phone, so my parents gave me a two hundred dollar Future Shop gift card. So that's what I got. I got to go buy some video games, oh, fun. buy some DVDs, whatever, right? It was my gift card. So I'm looking in the flyer to to see what I'm going to buy with my $200 gift card. What do I see? My sister and brother's flip phone. And, and in the fine print, not even fine print, it was like a big promotion. With every <laughs> flip phone, get a $100 gift card to Future Shop. So my parents just got the phones from my brother and sister, got the bonus gift cards as the promotion. They're like, oh, I guess Clayton's done. Boom. Well, that was my gift. And again, greasy from Mr. and Mrs. Croker. But also, I want, I'd take $200 to Future Shop. I was like 10. That was an awesome gift. It could have, because they could have kept those for themselves. They could have. And given you socks. Or used it to buy me gift, gifts from there, which they would have blown. They, yeah. They always bought awful stuff at Future Shop. <laughs> no idea what they're doing in there. But uh, again, it's just also, it's, it's greasy. It's a good gift. Good gifts can be greasy. I mean, that's just, come you, on. What if you also have to think, like, back in the day, what if your parents were, like, pinching pennies and they were like, look, we can get the kids the mm-hmm. damn phone that they want. Yeah. And then with the gift cards, Clayton gets 200 bucks. He'll be happy. Oh, yeah. Christmas is done. Yeah, penny pinching, buying cell phones right when they came out, hey? <laughs> yeah, penny pinchers uh, really buy their kids cell phones. Hey, right. No, Mike was doing just fine. Okay, okay? I'm trying to play the benefit of the doubt here. Like we were very middle class, right? So it was like, <laughs> did, like right in the middle of the middle class. And I just remember sitting there reading that flyer and just piecing it together. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. But I was still pumped because I got like a bunch of South Park seasons on DVD. Oh, nice. I got new video games. It was, again, quite the haul. $200 mm-hmm. at Future Shop. Used to buy a lot back in the day. It was a oh, great gift. That's man. why, it, but re-gifting the gift card, it's got to be, if, if it's for like a top five store they like, it's no problem. Mm-hmm. But if it's for a loser store or a gener- if it's like a Dollarama gift card or like a generic card like that, a Walmart or a Shoppers, I don't know if you can re-gift that. Well, that's use that. Who wouldn't want to use that? You still have to think logically of it, right? Yeah. Like if the person, you know, doesn't have a car and you get them a gas gift card, yeah. that's stupid. Because some of these prizes for the guys' prize are going to be some pretty, pretty, pretty loaded gift cards. Oh, yeah. So the gift card strategy here really comes into play because, like, yeah, do you just have, like, a huge day with it? Do you space it out? You could do the re-gifting. You could. Re-gift? No one thinks to re-gift gift cards. If you won the guys' prize. And that's still a pretty valuable thing. Like, we're not, not, like, again, re-gifting, we're kind of saying it is greasy. Re-gifting a gift card, that's, hey, saves you money. Absolutely. So you you could get take to use care that of money, Christmases right? and birthdays mm-hmm. for a long time. Because some people, they're just gift givers. I'm married to one. You got to give a gift for everything, right? Oh. So having just this cornucopia of uh, gift cards yeah. at your disposal would actually save money on your monthly budget at the end. Totally. So again, it all, as Ricky from Trailer Park Boys would say, what comes around is all around, right? So <laughs> there you um, go. 
moral of the story, the guy's prize is awesome. Yeah. So help uh, help out the Prostate Cancer Fight Foundation uh, every day at 720. Uh, we do something. I don't know if we're doing the guy dilemma next week. It could be doing guy we'll trivia. See. Guy stories. Just tell us a guy story. Maybe. And if it's guy enough, we'll, we'll put you on the list. It's guy enough. feel like uh, I, whenever we do these kind of like put you on the list kind of games, I always feel like the guy from Ninth or Roxbury. Oh. Michael Clark Duncan was the bouncer. Yeah, yeah. Remember? And Doug and Steve Butabi trying to get on the list, right? You're not on the list. We're like the gatekeepers of the list. We're going to try. <laughs> the and, list. and then you listen for the cue to text, too. Yes. It's me doing the Wayne's World impression, which is really bad. I love it. It's not great. Because as not soon my as best you impre- start singing it, I am picturing the movie. D- it's all good. Okay. Well, does, does the that trick, was a compliment, then. Okay? It does the trick, then. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, next week you have five more chances to get on the list for the guy's prize. Ten more chances, actually, so. Yeah, that's how that's how it work. works. Twice a day, five <laughs> days. We're good. <laughs> we're good at what we do. We're good at what we do. And um, math. But yeah, guys' prize is going to be awesome, and yeah, a lot of gift cards, a lot of unique prizes, a lot of local businesses hopping onto this one too. So. Should we just do a quick list? Quick list, boom. Because I pulled it up here. Pulled it up. Him construction fasteners and tools. Emco Finer Foods. Auto Box. Garage Interiors. Heinrichs Jewelers. SMP Windshield Wizards. Cash Windshield Wizard. It's just one. Caswell's, Al Anderson's Source for Sports, uh, Golf's Car Wash, Hudson's. I can't read this one. It's so tiny. Oh, boy. Remco? No, that's not it. Uh, Saskatoon Appliance and Midtown Appliance World, Saskatoon Blades, The Rush, the uh, Saskatoon Berries. I can't read that one. I feel silly now. Should we go to cruisefm.com? No, you're doing great. Am I? The Blades, The Rush, you get them on there? I got them, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Jesse Renneberg, Realty Executive. That's who it was. There, there we go. go. Shout out Jesse. But yeah, more details on that, cruisefm.com. Yes. Uh, catch all the other uh, Two Big Topics podcasts on there as well. The Daily Podcasts, uh, the Stacy and Clayton feed. Lots of stuff going all on at cruisefm.com. It's brand new. Check it out. So uh, yeah, till next time, we got two topics next Ooh. week, yep. hopefully. Yeah. Maybe it's just a snooze fest of a week. We don't have anything for who you. Knows? Who knows? Who knows? Talk to you next week. If you're missing Husky games, you're missing out. Game schedules and tickets available at huskytickets.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.